It's so tempting. His little blue pills are sitting there and certainly seem to solve his problem. Why not take one and see what happens? It did wonders for Samantha on Sex in the City, who had earth-shattering orgasms after she took her guy's Viagra. Not so fast. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, a gynecologist, best-selling author, and a nationally recognized menopause expert. When it comes to menopause, midlife, and what comes after, I'm betting you've not gotten a lot of information from your own doctor. If women are given good information, they'll make good choices. And I'm here to give you the inside information. When my daughter Rachel was a teenager, she was obsessed with Sex in the City, and I would often watch with her as a mother-daughter bonding activity, which in retrospect may have had something to do with her becoming a sex therapist. I distinctly remember the episode where Samantha was dating a doctor who didn't need Viagra to get an erection, but used it recreationally just to make his experience better, more intense. Okay, an intrigued Samantha wonders aloud what would happen if she were to take one and is not in the least bit deterred when he, somewhat responsibly, tells her it has never, ever been tested in women. Samantha, never one to take no for an answer, holds up one of his pills and says, no harm in trying, is there, doctor? And pops it in her mouth. 20 minutes later, she is fast at it and clearly having an over-the-top orgasm. Next time they're together, Samantha wants to pop another Viagra, but he suggests they go pillless. She says, no way. And when she keeps demanding that he give her one of his pills, he finally just throws the bottle at her to shut her up. She grabs a pill, swallows it, and has another over-the-top orgasmic experience. But that's the end of Samantha's Viagra experimentation because he promptly dumps her. I can't help but suspect that he didn't dump her because he was concerned about her potentially having side effects from taking his Viagra. I think he just didn't want to share his stash. So what's the deal? Can women take Viagra? Not so much recreationally, but to wake up a clitoris, which is completely unresponsive. What you're about to hear is an excerpt from my upcoming book, Put the O Back Into Mojo, a post-menopause guide to libido and orgasm. The digital version is now available for pre-order on Amazon.com. Viagra is the trade name for sildenafil and is one of a class of drugs known as a phosphodiesterase type 5 inhibitor, also known as a PDE5 inhibitor. Sildenafil dilates blood vessels and was initially developed as a blood pressure and heart medication. During the clinical trials, it was a total bust in terms of treating hypertension and angina, but the guys taking the drug reported they were getting amazing erections. Evidently, the blood flow to the genitals improved far more than blood flow to the heart. So Pfizer pivoted and the rest is history. Viagra and other PDE5 inhibitors are only FDA approved to treat an uncooperative penis. But here's the question. Is it reasonable for women to take it to help with an uncooperative clitoris? It seems like it should. Many postmenopause women have difficulty with orgasm because of decreased clitoral blood flow. Sildenafil increases penis blood flow. Working on the premise that a penis is just a large clitoris, one would think taking sildenafil seems like a reasonable strategy. And initially, there was great hope that sildenafil and other phosphodiesterase type 5 inhibitors would totally solve the absent orgasm issue. In the lab, studies of sildenafil citrate have shown an impact on clitoral, vaginal, and labial tissue. But the lab is not the same as living, breathing humans. And in humans, 
the few published scientific studies have been inconsistent as far as female sexual response and orgasm. The largest study to date was a 2002 study of almost 800 pre- and post-menopause women that were given varying doses of sildenafil. And disappointingly, there was no significant difference between the placebo group and the group getting Viagra. There are other studies, some of which show benefit, but most of these studies are small and not particularly well-designed. The thing that's striking is that pretty much every study looking at the use of Viagra in women was published 15 to 20 years ago. And despite that fact, there hasn't been much interest in doing more recent studies. Why? Well, certainly, for one, it can be chalked up to the general lack of interest in research when it comes to sexual dysfunction in women, especially postmenopause women. But also, who's going to fund that research? Not the makers of Viagra, who would have no interest in spending millions of dollars to do further studies of a drug which is already FDA approved and already on the market, and which preliminary studies has not shown much benefit. In the studies that do exist, there are some women that the PDE5 inhibitors seem to work in more consistently, specifically women on antidepressants and women diagnosed with diabetes, multiple sclerosis, or spinal cord injuries appear to experience increased arousal and responsiveness when treated with sildenafil. So let me start with diabetes. Women with diabetes have a very high incidence of sexual problems, including difficulty with orgasm. Not surprising given that a functional clitoris is dependent on healthy nerves and a healthy blood supply. And diabetics are at increased risk for both vascular and neurologic problems. This is particularly true in the clitoris, which has teeny tiny blood vessels and nerves. In a small 2005 study, 32 women with type 1 diabetes received eight weeks of treatment with sildenafil, and there was significant improvement in arousal, orgasm, and sexual enjoyment, and a decrease in sexual pain. A follow-up study looked specifically at clitoral blood flow and found that the blood supply to the clitoris, which is generally compromised in diabetics, was better. Of note, these studies were all done in premenopausal women. Multiple sclerosis is a chronic autoimmune disease that affects the nervous system, including genital nerves. Women with multiple sclerosis often have difficulty with vaginal lubrication and having an orgasm. It's interesting that it's often mentioned in the medical literature that sildenafil has been shown to be helpful for women with multiple sclerosis, but there actually isn't a lot of data. The only study I could find was a 20-year-old study that looked at 19 women who were having sexual problems. In this group, sildenafil had no impact on the ability to orgasm, but there was an improvement in vaginal lubrication. It would be nice to have some updated studies in women with multiple sclerosis. The spinal cord injury data is also interesting. Men with a spinal cord injury and erectile dysfunction often will respond to treatment with sildenafil. So it made sense to study this in women with spinal cord injury, since women with spinal cord injuries are also known to have high rates of sexual problems. In a study published in 2000, yep, another study that's over 20 years old, 19 premenopausal women with spinal cord injuries were randomized to either getting sildenafil or a placebo. So basically, we're talking about 10 people in the study group, hardly definitive. Subjective measurements of sexual response were recorded and were found to be better in the sildenafil group. 
But again, as studies go, pretty pathetic, both in the number of women included, the design, and the conclusions. But they did record and note an increase in vaginal blood flow, so there may be something to it. It would be nice to have some updated studies. The most promising research on the use of sildenafil is in women who have difficulty achieving an orgasm specifically because of taking an SSRI, a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. In up to 30% of women, the sexual side effects caused by the SSRI are temporary and things will be back to normal in six to eight weeks. So waiting it out and playing a lot of wordle is a reasonable option. But if the inability to have an orgasm is persistent, sildenafil more likely than not will help. In an eight-week trial of 100 women with delayed or no orgasm due to taking an SSRI, 72% of women receiving sildenafil had improvement compared to only 27% who received a placebo. In addition to wanting to know if it will work, the most common question I get is about safety. Since PDE5 inhibitors are not FDA approved for women, safety data is limited. In the few studies that exist, headache, flushing, and nausea are the most reported side effects. So given that the studies are limited and old, what can I tell you about my personal experience prescribing Viagra for my patients? Well, I want to emphasize Viagra is currently only FDA approved for men, so there's no established dosing for women. But I do really believe it's entirely reasonable to prescribe it off-label. So I have prescribed Viagra and Cialis for my patients many times. I started a low dose, and if someone does well and is interested, I switch them to Cialis which is taken on a daily basis instead of before each sexual encounter. The overwhelming number of cases in which I have prescribed it was for women with SSRI-induced difficulty with orgasm. And in most cases, it worked. Having said that, this is not a do-it-yourself project. So if you are interested in trying this out, it's a good idea to talk to your doctor before you steal your husband's pills. While there isn't a whole lot of research on oral sildenafil in women, What is up and coming is sildenafil cream. I know up and coming is always a dangerous phrase to use in the sexual medicine world, but as far as I'm concerned, appropriate when discussing orgasm. The application of various vasodilators directly to the clitoris is a strategy that has been tried with many drugs, including sildenafil. Sildenafil cream is applied locally to the clitoris and is designed to facilitate vasodilation and increase blood flow directly to the clitoris. In ongoing multicenter placebo-controlled clinical trials, sildenafil cream increased measurable blood flow to genital tissue and increased arousal compared to placebo cream within 15 minutes of dosing. And there is currently a product in development that will be seeking FDA approval once the ongoing clinical trials are complete. Sildenafil cream is currently available in compounding pharmacies in varying strengths and often mixed with other ingredients such as nitroglycerin or testosterone. Before I finish, I want to mention a product that is often called Viagra for women. Vobanserin, trade name Addy, is a medication that is FDA approved to help boost a lagging libido. I discuss it in detail in episode 107, Sex Rx, FDA approved drugs to boost libido. When it first came out, there was a lot of chat about Addy being the female equivalent of Viagra. You know, guys had a little blue pill and now women have a little pink pill. Except Addy is not in any way a female Viagra. 
Viagra increases blood flow to the penis to help a guy maintain an erection. It has nothing to do with libido other than it probably helps a guy's libido to know he can get an erection. Addy does not increase blood flow to the clitoris and does not increase the ability to have an orgasm. It is not a female Viagra. So overall, oral sildenafil seems to be most beneficial in women whose antidepressants have sabotaged their ability to orgasm. I'm quite sure though, that there are a lot of women who don't take an antidepressant, but dabble in using some Viagra to see what will happen, to see if that little blue pill will result in a faster, better, or more reliable orgasm. But it would be nice to have more research in this area beyond what happens in bedrooms across America. I'm Dr. Lauren Stryker, and thank you for joining me. You will find lots more information in my Inside Information books available on Amazon.com. And follow Francie as she navigates her way through vaginal dryness, hot flashes, and pretty much every menopausal symptom you can think of. Through the night, I follow Francie.